Hello, friends, and welcome to the Lifestyle Engineering Podcast. This is your host, Dr. B, your lifestyle engineer. In this podcast, we help you escape the rat race and find purpose-led, meaningful work. We help you design systems that make it easy for you to succeed. We give you tools and strategies to build your productivity to free your time and attention for the things that matter most. Live by design, not by default. Let's get it. Hello, friends, and welcome back to our podcast. I'm so glad that you're here joining me today for this episode. Today, we're going to talk about Gimba. This came about because I was speaking to a friend of mine, a colleague, and he was telling me, he was telling me about this opportunity that he was going to pursue. And he wasn't sure that it was going to be the right fit. He was looking at this opportunity and realizing it wasn't quite what he used to do before. He didn't have a background in it. He didn't have a lot of experience in it. It was brand new and it was a leap of faith. And I remembered some of the tools and techniques that we used back in my lean manufacturing days, continuous improvement days. And I remembered this concept of Gemba. Gemba is a word or a phrase that we've borrowed from Japanese when lean manufacturing and the Toyota production system came to the United States. Gemba as a concept means the actual place, the real place. And in manufacturing, what we say is when you're making decisions, when you're thinking about your process, you need to go and see. You need to go to the place where the real work is happening. You, what we often do is we think about things and make decisions without actually being where things are happening. We make it at a distance. If you think about the corporate workplace, a lot of times the decisions are being made far away in space and time from where the actual work is happening. In manufacturing, for us, that was the shop floor where the processes were actually being done and corporate headquarters could be in different countries, different spaces, thousands of miles away. And people were making decisions about these processes without being anywhere near where the real work was happening. So now, what does this mean for your career? What does this mean in context of this colleague who was switching roles, switching jobs? What, it, what I told him, so I told my friend, listen, what you're doing is a perfect example of a gamble walk. Instead of just thinking about what could this look like, what would that career be like, and sitting somewhere thinking about it, he's actually going to do it. He's going to where it is happening, and he is jumping right in. The only way to really know how this would work for him is to try it in one form or another. So I thought that is really, so I thought this is absolutely applicable to any career, to any kind of decision around your career or what you want to do. If you want to, if you're thinking about doing something different and the pandemic has made us, and the pandemic has made a lot of us rethink our priorities and think deeply about what is it that we want? Where are we going? 
how can it be different for us going forward? A Gemba walk is a good way to think about that next step. Now, doing a Gemba walk for your career does not mean just quitting what you're doing now, letting it all go and jumping into something without any kind of forethought. It's a process, but the concept is simple. Get as close to where the real work is done as possible. So if you're thinking about a new career, if you're thinking about a change, you think about switching what you're doing, you don't like it, that it's not working for you, it's not using your best skills and your best self, you feel like you have so much more to offer and it's not being used, or you just want a change. Remember, you're not a tree. You don't have to stay where you're planted. You can move, but do it in a way that is smart and that's careful and that's thought through. You always want to maximize your upside and minimize your downside, right? So the best way I think to do a Gemba walk is to find a way to get as close to how the real work is being done without making too many huge sacrifices that could lead to a ton of downside. So for example, to go and see could mean, so when you're going, when you want, so implementing the go and see idea, the Gemba walk idea, you do have to make a real investment in this, right? Because so often we, we plan it in our heads, we sit there and we think about it and we you know, talk about it, but we don't actually do anything. So it requires a, an actual investment of something. So you have to invest either time or money or energy of some sort. There is an investment of your resources. And as you think about this, think about what is easier for me to invest. If sometimes it's time that you don't have, but you might have more money available, or sometimes you don't have bandwidth for energy, but you might have maybe time. So you have to think about what is the most upside that you could get for the least downside. Think about the resource that you have that's most available. If you don't have a lot of money to spend on something like this, you don't have a lot of savings, you don't have a lot of money just hanging around that you can take out of your budget, maybe you have to invest time, right? Maybe you do it at a low cost, more time. If you know that you have a lot of things pulling on you, your bandwidth is low, you don't have a lot of energy, maybe you have to invest some more money so that you could get it done quickly. So here are some ideas. You can moonlight. You can keep what you're currently doing. If you have maybe time and energy, but not a lot of money, maybe you could do it in addition to what you're doing. Try a, a you know an entry-level job, an entry-level role, part-time in what you're doing. You can shadow somebody who's already doing it. Maybe um, offer to barter something that you can provide with somebody who's doing this work and say, if you could show me how you do this, if you could let me shadow you for a few sessions and I will be able to give you something else in return. So, you, But you have to make it worth their, their while and worth their investment of, of their own time and energy. You might want to actually take a course. And I say that with some caveats because sometimes we use schooling and education as a way to get away from the real stuff. So make it as low cost as possible and low time. You don't want to spend a ton of time. You don't want to leave what you're doing, go and do an MBA just to learn something new. There's all sorts of online resources and courses you can do online. Even some that have certificates attached to them that are a low, a low investment way of finding out about something, learning about something, getting into the industry also. Because by interacting with the people who teach the course, other students taking the course, that's another way that you can find out exactly what it is like to work in that industry or to switch this role. So for example, if you're looking at something like coaching, you don't have to go and invest three years and thousands of dollars in a 
certification for coaching, but you can shadow a coach. You can maybe listen in on a conversation. You could do coaching courses like introductory courses online that don't have certification, but they let you know the basics of what does it mean to coach. Right. If you wanted to become, let's say, an analyst or something in that sense, you could learn Excel. You can learn all sorts of things online without having to go and invest a ton of time and energy into a course at a university, for example. So if you're thinking about something like this, you might have to start thinking more creatively. It does not mean leaving everything you have, your job, your 401k, your, you know, your pension, whatever it is. You don't have to do all of that right now, but you can take a step in that direction by doing a gamble walk for your career. So invest something, invest either time, money, energy, some combination of those resources into doing that gamble walk. And I give you a few extra tips also. One of the things to think about is that you have to fight the sunk cost mentality. And what that means is you've already invested some time and energy and part of your life into what you do right now. You may be very experienced in the area that you serve in right now. So if you've spent 10 years as an analyst and you're thinking about becoming something else, you want to become some kind of artist or you want to switch into a new a new part of the business. For example, me, I was an engineer. I worked in continuous improvement, lean manufacturing, and I realized I wanted to get into the people space, the HR space. I, I had years invested. I had a whole doctoral degree invested in this area, and it was very hard to fight the sunk cost. I had invested so much time and energy into this career and I was trying to climb this ladder and I realized this ladder is along the completely wrong wall. I'm climbing up in the wrong direction. And I heard a really good way of looking at this. Um, Somebody on a different podcast that I listened to said, you have to balance hill climbing and exploring. And he used it in a context of computing when you're trying to solve certain algorithmic problems. If you want to say find the highest hill in a something you've never explored before, you could just go up, you know, the steepest incline you can find. But when you reach that local maximum and you look around, you might find that's not the highest hill. So you want to balance a certain amount of exploration where this is looks like an incline. It could be a hill and I could start climbing, but at some point I might want to insert some randomness in there and try to explore, even if I'm going up what looks like a good incline. And so, but it's the concept of balancing hill climbing with exploration. So even with your career, this holds true. You want to climb and find that highest hill, that maximum potential that you have, but you have to make sure that you keep exploring and even asking yourself, is is this even the right hill that I'm climbing? And if you have an inkling, a certain feeling that it's not, or that you just have an interest in something else, it's worth your time to do that gamble walk when it comes to your career. So go and see. Fight the sunk cost, even if you're really good at what you do and you have an established career. It might be a good time as you're reevaluating your priorities to try something new. So you can add it on, moonlight, barter, trade with someone to shadow to see what they're doing. Get some kind of investment of your time, energy, or money to learn about it. Get you know get um certified in it or participate in some online course, something that will introduce you to that new area find people who are doing the work network you know pick their brain take them out for coffee 
find out what it's really like in that industry that you want to go in. And you might be pleasantly surprised when you do that gamble walk and you go to see. So as you're evaluating your life as we experience this very, very new, very, very exceptional time, you might want to think about a gamble walk. I hope this has been useful to you. Thanks for joining me and I'll see you next time. Hello friends, just one more thing before you go. Are you ready to tap into your inner genius? Then get on my calendar for a 30-minute strategy session. Let's connect to your purpose and find meaningful work, whether that could be in a corporate career, in your own business, whatever it may be. Let's chat. Callwithdrb.com, callwithdrb.com. Thanks for joining me on this episode of the Lifestyle Engineering Podcast. If you haven't already, please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. I'll see you next time.